0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of your babysitter's favorite football podcast. Yeah, Yeah, your babysitter's favorite football podcast. And it's Charlene. a big it's a big day. It's a big day. We have mic stance for the very first boom. time. Boom mic stands. Boom mic stands. I think it's what they're officially really supposed to be called. We're bringing yet. the boom on this episode <laughs> if you know <laughs> what I'm talking boom. about. Yeah, we're just get becoming more and more professional here as a podcast as we go. It's only a matter of time before we blow up. You know, 21 episodes in at this point, which is Yikes. crazy. Wow. That's 21 weeks. 21 weeks. That's Probably. like a pregnancy. 20 <laughs> Is that? Crazy. Well, okay. No, <laughs> you could say you were 21 weeks pregnant, I guess, but 21 weeks is how many months? Uh 21 weeks. Wow. What's 4 divided by 21? Let's that's th- about 5 months. Is it? Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to quickly do it. Uh this is bad. This is not, not a math part. It's 5 months. Yeah. What did you say? I said about 5 months. Okay, so 5 and a quarter months. Uh that's that's pretty good. It that's is pretty good. good. You know, we're still going, still trucking along uh it's been a while since i've thanked the listeners of this podcast thank you guys so much the people that uh do uh take time out of their day or listen to us while they're working or whatever they're doing really really appreciate you guys uh it it makes me uh feel like the work that joe and i put in is definitely Mm -hmm. worth it uh and if you do enjoy the podcast and if you listen weekly uh or you listen uh once every couple weeks uh, and you catch up then please uh feel free to share it (laughs) please please share it. Uh, We would really appreciate it if you do that. If you do love the podcast, spread it out to others and maybe they'll love it. uh, And we can build our community uh, as much as possible. But uh, I was struggling to find a way Mm. to start the show. Uh, And Joe, producer Joe here, said that he has a way that he wants to start the show. uh, A lot of the times (laughs) I'll start off with maybe a complaint that I had, but I was blanking on anything today and Joe says he's got something that's been on his mind, something yeah. that's been uh, peeving his pet, mm. uh, oh. if you please. Yeah, petting or petting my pee. or petting mm. your pee. or not. That one doesn't sound as nice. We don't need to do that one. <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, absolutely. I one thing that I've been thinking about a lot. I was actually uh, my wife and I were camping this weekend, and mm-hmm. and it didn't it did not happen this weekend. But I was I was predicting that it would because it always happens. Okay, and it's when people try to have conversation with you in the washroom in uh, a public place
0: Ooh, good i hate that no I yeah i hate
1: that when you're in the washroom doing yeah. your stuff and people try to have a conversation yeah. with you
0: especially when you're actually doing it that is the worst yeah. i hate That's it it's like what are we trying to do here man like like i don't know i'm taking <laughs> you want to take this outside you want to take the please catch I me outside catch because me outside, cause, uh, yeah i I would say for the most part, in and in like you know, I'm a pretty antisocial person. I don't, yeah, I enjoy social interactions, especially awkward ones. I'll go out of my way at grocery stores and stuff to avoid yes. people. We've talked about this before, we have. But bathrooms is a whole nother level. It's like it's so intimate, especially like if you want to. <laughs> if we just got in there and we're like, okay, we're about to do our thing, yeah, and and you want to have a, you know, say a quick hi or how's it going? Mm-hmm. How's the family? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but if we're, you know, or if we're urinating you know or even mm-hmm. worse defecating <laughs> that's that's like the worst the worst you could do and you want to have a conversation ah just save it man save it for- save it how important is this conversation yeah really? you know you know and it's different when say a
1: friend of mine like if i'm at work and a close yeah. friend of mine from work comes yeah. in and says something while i'm while we're in the urinal, yeah that's fine yeah, that's funny yeah. yeah but like if it's People you, you, you don't talk to ever. And yeah. Whenever it's like, oh, now, just, let's save it. <laughs> yeah. Now is when you want to do it. <laughs> right oh, at this yeah. moment. We, we never, never talk and you want to yeah, talk now. This is, this is when you want to have this conversation. Why is
0: that? I would, you know, I'll take you out for a coffee if that means we don't have to yeah. talk right now. Please. Yeah. I'm totally on board with that. Please don't talk in the bathroom. It's so, yeah, it's so unnecessary, but yeah, that was that's a good that's a with good five minutes of fame I, I don't know why you why you didn't think that i would relate to that i'm totally really? on board with that
1: yeah i figure we're both kind of antisocial. People yeah i don't really like but i'm also an extrovert i've been talking to my wife about it i'm i, f- I find that i'm an i'm an extrovert but i'm an antisocial extrovert
0: oh yeah. I, I feel the same way and maybe that just means we're a normal person yeah you know, it's possible that's well. possible we're just average yeah. average joes you know we're in the Hence middle the name of the podcast but yeah, I feel the same way. Like when I'm around people that I like, I know and I enjoy. I would say I'm pretty outgoing and mm-hmm. and talking. But but for me to actually, you know, going out in a social social
1: situation where there's people, I know that there's people that I do not know. Yeah, it's like no, oh, avoid- yeah, I'm not bored with that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not a. Not, it's just like yeah putting yourself in situations that you're not often in and like if you have to make a phone call to like a business or something Ooh. or like you have to call to get your your water heater fixed yeah that used to be really tough for me it's not so bad anymore because like over the phone's not that bad but like yeah going out of your comfort zone is socially something that i definitely mm-hmm. struggle with especially uh while trying to P in a urinal. <laughs> Goodness gracious! And
1: maybe that's like a, maybe just like a a me. Like maybe it's an ish me. You know what I mean? An ish me. yeah. Not an, an, an ish you, you, but it's an ish me. Uh, because maybe I seem to be. You know, can you practice being social and not as mm. like awkward around you people? You fake it. I think. I know, I but know. I'm not a great actor.
0: I know. I can be. Well, I mean, it's like it depends. If you, I feel like in in social interactions, if you are like genuinely really uncomfortable and it like you can't like. Muster up the words, mm-hmm. then it's probably you can't really fake that. It's no. like you can't really fake being comfortable, yeah, exactly. But if it's just like you just don't want to talk, you can act happy, but mm-hmm. like, and I've done that at times, you know, like I'll often act happier in conversations than I am, but I don't know. I think it's just something you and you know, different people are different, but it's, I guess we're just discovering life on this podcast <laughs> yeah. how do you how do you talk to life people <laughs> average Joe football show life life edition. life lessons here we, yeah that's nice. great uh but and also did life advice yeah unsolicited life advice you didn't ask for this you asked for football but we're giving you life advice not really advice either just us asking questions about how to do <laughs> questioning things, reality things that we should probably know how to do and things that most people listening to this podcast probably already know how to do mm-hmm. but uh you know we're just figuring it out um uh also real quick I forgot to do this before the start of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, just another quick shout out to the podcast that we are partnering with, uh, Miked Up Podcasting with uh, Billy Nick and Mike. I hope I mm. got those names in the you right did. order. That is right, Billy Nick and Mike. I Fantastic, checked. really good podcast. Uh, they're just starting out. They, I think they got their podcast on more on more sites now. I think you can probably find them. Uh, I should have maybe looked this up before the show, uh, but I'm a bad partner. Uh, <laughs> you can find them on Podbean. You can find them. Uh, on apple Podcasts and i believe uh spotify but i won't say for sure but just follow them on instagram uh and on twitter uh, kind of keep update up to date with everything going on and i th- believe it's at Miked up podcasting on both of those sites again really really uh enjoy being partnered with them I, I enjoy their show i'm excited to see where they go uh in the future of that podcast um so yeah make sure you guys give them a follow uh give them a listen subscribe uh, and let them let them know that uh, we sent you or don't doesn't really matter as long as you're there supporting them uh, would really appreciate it And while we're on that topic uh, make sure that you also support this uh, podcast if you're listening uh, wherever you're listening on, either like it or subscribe. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, a subscription would be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit the subscribe button. It's painless easy. Uh, also if you could give us a five star rating that'd be awesome that helps us uh, bump up the pay uh, the trending. Yes. Uh, Page gets the podcast more uh, clout, if you please, uh, and if you know, follow us on social media underscore or at underscore Average Joe Show, uh, and we'll get into the other plugs at the end of the show. But yeah, please, I would appreciate it if you guys would support and share the podcast. But without further ado, unless you have more to talk about no. as far as peeing socially, uh, <laughs> why don't we just jump straight into the news? First up, in the news this week, we have something that happened uh, just probably the day or two after we recorded uh, last week's episode, so they didn't make it on the podcast on Tuesday, but uh, Earl Thomas, the one of the better safeties of the past decade, he was on the uh, 2010's All-Decade Team. Uh, he was released by the Baltimore Ravens this, this week because uh, he got into a fight with a teammate, and punched his teammate in the face. Oh, why? Yeah, I think in the face. I don't know. Uh, so uh, there's a video, not of the fight, but uh, they're, they're in the middle of a play. His teammate Chuck Clark, who I believe is a mm. fourth-year safety uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they're they're both play uh, on, the, on the field at the same time. They're both safeties. Uh, and it looks like Earl Thomas is kind of lazy and blows a coverage. And Chuck Clark then is really mad, grabs his helmet, throws his helmet on the ground, and is screaming at Earl Thomas. And then I guess later on, they had a little bit of a scuffle uh, on the sideline, and, and Earl Thomas ended up punching him, I, I think, in the face. And then the Ravens, apparently stuff had come out that uh, the leadership council there for Baltimore was not all that happy with Earl Thomas. They kind of mm-hmm. wanted him uh, out anyways, and this was kind of an excuse. It's crazy, though, because he just signed like a three-year deal last year uh, with the Baltimore Ravens, and I think... You know they 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 have a grievance where they they filed where it's like uh, he got released because of uh, something detrimental to the team. I can't think of the word that comes first. So basically, he was he was doing things that were that were bad for the team. So that maybe they'll get money back from releasing him. But if they don't, they're losing a lot of money. And Earl Thomas was still one of the best safeties in the NFL last year, even if all of us only remember him getting pushed around by Derrick Henry in that playoff game, and absolutely embarrassed. But I'm definitely intrigued to see where Earl Thomas ends up uh, as far as as that goes. The Dallas Cowboys, I mean, every time there's a safety available, they seem to be the first team on the list. They were uh, there for the Jamal Adams rumors uh, for a long time. And now um, when Earl Thomas was released, uh, we had some reporters saying that, oh, the Cowboys are not interested. And then Jerry Jones comes out and says, that's absolutely not true. We are interested maybe, but they still haven't signed him. And then Mike McCarthy was saying that they were taking a look at him, which is cool. Um, I think it would be a good signing for the Dallas Cowboys. That's one of the bigger weaknesses they have on that team. They're a very talented team. I've talked about on multiple occasions how I'm very high on the Dallas Cowboys this upcoming season. And I think if they signed Earl Thomas, that could be could be big as long as he's not a locker room distraction. Which, for the most part, he hasn't been for most of most of his career. He's done some questionable things. Apparently, him and Pete Carroll did not get along in Seattle. He flipped off Pete Carroll when he broke his leg in a game one time. This is his own coach. When he broke his leg, he was getting carted off, and he flipped off his own coach in the middle of a game, and you could wow. just see it on TV. It's fantastic. That's neat. Uh, yeah, but um, you know, we'll definitely keep you guys updated on where Earl, Earl Thomas ends up. Next up in the news, we have a couple of contract extensions we're going to go through real quick uh first off we have buddha baker uh buddha baker buddha baker very good name one of the better names in the nfl probably just flows really nice he's also a pretty good safety he flows pretty nice as far as that goes um he he signed a brand new deal uh, with the arizona cardinals a four-year 59 million dollar contract extension worth about uh, 14.75 million per year so it's a it's a big deal uh, I'm excited to see what Buda Baker can do there he's he's kind of one of the better young uh, up-and-coming safeties in the NFL and what he can do uh, with Isaiah Simmons the rookie that they just drafted uh, should be intriguing and also right before we started the show uh, there was actually another contract extension literally as we were setting up for the show there was another contract extension and it was Zach Cunningham the linebacker uh, for the Houston Texans uh, he is he, he's signing a four-year, 58 million dollar extension, which is one million dollar less than Buda Baker. So that's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, Zach Cunningham again, a young, up, upcoming player, one of the better young linebackers in the league. I remember uh, when he was drafted, he was kind of rejected as like a first-round guy, uh, a mid-to-late first-round pick, and I think he ended up going uh, in the second, yeah, second round to the Houston Texans. So he's been a steal. Uh, ever since that, and he's got a brand new contract extension to show that that he's been a steal uh, for the Houston Texans. Next up in the news, we have some injury news. Uh, unfortunate, we have two uh, young up-and-coming players who uh, will be be forced to sit out uh, the upcoming season. First up, we had the second-round safety Grant Delpit uh, for the Cleveland Browns. He went down with a torn. Uh, Achilles, which is horrific. It's apparently one of the most painful um, injuries you can have uh, in in sports and in life in general. Apparently, it feels like you're getting shot. So uh, thoughts and prayers out to Grant Delpit. I was really excited to see how he would gel uh, on that Cleveland Browns defense and on that team in general. There's a ton of talent on there. So it's disappointing to see a young, talented safety who, you know, Grant Telpett, just a couple years ago, he was kind of projected as the first defensive player off the board when he entered the draft. I mean, he was like a highly touted prospect. Had a little bit of a tough year, his final year uh, there at LSU. Still was a second round pick. And apparently was kind of tearing it up there uh, in training camp for the Cleveland Browns. So it's disappointing that he won't be able to uh, join the team on the field this season. But hopefully uh, he can come back and be stronger uh, next year. And then we also had the Philadelphia Eagles. Another offensive line injury for them. It seems like they only have offensive line and wide receiver injuries. Uh, it's very disappointing, but Andre Dillard, uh, their left tackle, has been placed on injured, injured reserve uh, with a torn bicep, uh, effectively ending his season. And this sucks because obviously they lost Brandon Brooks earlier this offseason with a torn Achilles. Uh, so that's two starting offensive linemen that are done. Uh, they still they, they brought back Jason Peters, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's moved now uh, back to starting left tackle uh, with Andre Dillard gone. But obviously very disappointing for the Philadelphia Eagles going into the season. Up next, in the news, we have the Miami Dolphins. My Miami Dolphins making some, some roster moves. Uh, first off, they ended up waiving a fifth round uh, selection. Curtis Weaver, who this was kind of disappointing uh, in, the, in the Dolphins realm of things. and Dolphins Twitter, as Curtis Weaver uh, was kind of seen as a steal uh, in the fifth round. Everybody thought that he was maybe projected as like a third maybe even late second round pick. He ended up sliding to the fifth round and the Dolphins picked him up as a steal. And now uh, he got injured just three practices into his rookie season. The Dolphins waived him uh, with the intention of if he goes unclaimed, that he would come back and be on IR. But he did get claimed by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so he'll he'll have surgery and, and miss the rest of the season. Uh, but he's now a member of the Cleveland Browns. And then the Dolphins also traded running back Kalen Balazs. To the New York Jets, uh, Kalen Balogh last year was one of the worst running backs I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, the guy was brutal. I have I've watched a lot of football in my life. I've never seen a running back perform as poorly as Kalen Bellage did last year. He averaged 1.8 yards per carry uh, on 74 carries, which is crazy. So every time he got wow. the ball, I feel like. I don't care. I'm not i am not going to say I could get. You one. were gonna say I <laughs> I'm feel not like gonna I stick. could do better than he did. No, in the, I'll in the National Football. League no, okay. Of oh, America, listen. Okay, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I would fumble the ball every time. Okay. I wouldn't do it. I, okay, but not me. But somebody else could probably do better than somebody Come on, off brother. the somebody off the street could could do better than Kalen Balaj did last year. I mean, he was really bad. And that and actually, funny news. Right as we're recording the podcast, Kalen Bilodeau actually failed his physical so when you get traded to a team you have to you have to take a physical uh for the trade to be complete and he failed his physical so now he's going back to the dolphins again the team that just tried to trade him originally they tried to cut him so originally they cut him and then they traded him uh they were going to cut him then they wanted to trade no sorry let me start over They, (laughs) they cut him and then all of a sudden, Adam Gase, the former Dolphins coach and the biggest idiot in football, okay. was like, "Oh, there's a lot of people." So when you cut a player, this is for you, Joe, or I anybody yeah. that doesn't for me, know how waivers work. If you cut a no, 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 that's not what i <laughs> okay. If you cut a player, uh, they go on waivers. So basically, that means for, for for the first few hours, I don't even know how long it is. For the first few hours, you can cl- put a waiver claim on this player, so you can you can take him, uh, and you're like, "Hey, I want this player that just got released." Hmm. The same thing in fantasy. It actually relates to the days uh today's podcast but you can say hey i want this player and you take his contract and you take him the him on your team but after if after a while nobody puts a waiver claim on him he just is a free agent and hmm. you have to sign him to a new contract so basically they're going to put him on waivers and then they were gonna um yeah have him have him be on waivers and then uh, apparently a bunch of teams a lot of teams wanted to make a waiver claim because he's a young running back so they figured oh we can get something out of him Uh, But the New York Jets and Adam Gase said, oh, no, screw that. Uh, We don't want him to go on waivers. So we just traded for him. They traded a conditional seventh-round pick for him. And now he's actually failed his physical. So he's going back to the Dolphins, where he will no doubt be cut now. So what a time it's been for Kalen Balaj the last few days. Discouraging. Yeah, that has got to be tough. But, you know, I guess maybe fall forward for at least three yards instead of (laughs) 1.8 yards per carry. Well, uh, you know what? I'm just going to interrupt you here. I've never not made a sports team whoa
1: every time i also went to private school really well so, that, so there was like 17 kids in your school watch it <laughs> and then uh i never not i never didn't make it into a sports team really but i cannot imagine how bad that would how, how that would feel if you're a
0: professional and, and yeah, you, get cut. you get cut it's basically like getting fired yeah that was yeah. just yeah it's like yeah it's 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 tough it's tough those are real human beings you forget about that at some point yeah uh it's just business baby yeah it's just business baby speaking of business, business. baby the dolphins also uh traded away uh raekwon mcmillan almost forgot his name there's there for a second raekwon mcmillan or as i like to call him raekwondo raekwondo very good that's not what most people call him but that's that works they traded away the uh, fourth-year linebacker, I believe. Uh, former second-round pick uh, Rayquan McMillan to the Oakland Raiders. Oakland uh, loves their linebackers. They already have two really solid linebackers that they signed in free agency. Now they get a run-stuffer. And I think Rayquan, Rayquan McMillan just did not fit the scheme there uh, in Miami. I don't think he... He was basically just a run defender, a two-down uh, run-stopper linebacker. And, and the Dolphins kind of preferred... Uh, The linebackers that they brought in, free agency Elandon Roberts uh, and Camus Grusier-Hill, also him. I think they preferred him uh, or those two guys over Raquan McMillan. So uh, they move on from the former second round pick. And there's almost no players from the previous regime, from Mike Tannenbaum regime, left on the Dolphins. I mean, uh, there's a lot of really bad drafts uh, involved there. Speaking of Mike Tannenbaum, why don't we talk about another one of his former teams uh, the New York Jets and Adam Gase, mm. who I talked about a little bit earlier. I talked about Adam Gase putting in uh, a trade in, in, in order to get Kalen Balaj. And also, let's just talk about Adam Gase again. So, um, Adam Gase was formerly the head coach of my Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Basically, what he did in in the three years that he spent in Miami is he took a team that already was not very good. Uh, and then the first year he took them to the playoffs so you're like, okay, wow. we hadn't been in the playoffs since 2008 and you're thinking this is it And then apparently he thought that he was Vince Lombardi uh, and he completely took over the team and burnt it to the ground. Wow him and Mike Tannenbaum, uh burnt the team to the ground basically s- signing bad contracts um and just and just not. Uh, performing and just cutting players in the middle of the week. And basically, if it wasn't done his way, you weren't going to be on the team. And now he's coaching for a division rival in the New York Jets, and he's still an idiot. So, yeah. And this is not even Jets hate. This is just me hating on Adam Gase. I think even Jets fans know that Adam Gase sucks uh, as a coach. And this week, uh, one of their star players, Le'Veon Bell, uh, he's a guy that's never gelled with Adam Gase. It seems like they're always uh, fighting. And this week during practice, they're having training camp and it's it's no secret that the Jets have struggled tremendously throughout training camp. Their starters are being outplayed by their backups. It's just they're not playing well. And at some point, Le'Veon Bell was not practicing. And the New York Jets Twitter put out that he was not practicing because of hamstring uh, tightness is, what, is the way they put it. Mm. So Bell later responded to that tweet and said... Ain't nothing wrong with my hamstrings. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the, the man himself responding that there's oh nothing man. wrong with his hamstrings. Uh, so I don't know who to believe about who, uh, about Elayvon <laughs> Bell's hamstrings, him himself or Adam Gase at this point. And then Adam Gase, it was also uh, Cameron Wolf uh, of ESPN also reported uh, that that you know Adam Gase is super high on Frank Gore, brought him in uh, in Miami when uh, when he was coaching there, and then now brought him into New York. Frank Gore is about 130 years old. <laughs> he will never die. He is old as dirt, uh, but you know he just keeps running the football well. And basically, he kind of implied that Frank Gore and Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, who's, you know, when he's on, he's probably one of, if not the best running backs in the NFL. He implied that Le'Veon Bell and Frank Gore might potentially be splitting carries this upcoming season. So it's just... It's a big mess there in New York. I, I'm a, a little concerned for the New York Jets and New York Jets fan in general. It's they've had it rough. they they have a they have a, a a super fan called Fireman Ed. Oh boy! Uh, and he's basically he wears a fire hat. New York, obviously firefighters are big in New York. Mm-hmm. He's wearing his fire, and he would always basically their thing is they go J E T S Jets Jets Jets, and he would lead the chant. He would lead the wow. chant. Wow! And a couple years ago. Um, the New York Jets during the butt fumble game. I don't know if you've ever seen the butt fumble. Uh, <laughs> oh, where no. Mark Sanchez runs into his own player's butt and fumbles the ball. Oh, yes. And then oh, uh, they were getting oh. destroyed by the Patriots. And I believe it was that game, Fireman Ed left the game early and retired from being a fan. Oh, no. Yeah, and then recently he came back. So I'm, I'm a little worried that all of a sudden Fireman Ed's going to have to retire again. Oh, dear. He's going to have to be like Brett Favre and come in and out of retirement over and over uh, but yeah, uh, let's just get Le'Veon Bell out of New York. It's it's not good for anybody. It's not good for New York. It's not good for Le'Veon. It's not good for Adam Gates. Let's get him. Let's get him out there. Let's get him somewhere better. Next up in the news, uh, we have news that happened just this morning. Actually, finally, we talked about it last uh, last week on the podcast. Yannick Ngakwe has been traded. Uh, he was traded to the Minnesota Vikings for a 2021. Uh, second round pick in a 20 in a conditional 2021 fifth round pick not quite sure what the conditions are but I'm sure that'll come up uh, come out at some point point. Um, and you know it's about time Yannick Ngako has traded I really like him going to uh, the Minnesota Vikings as a team that I'm not exactly sure what to make up this upcoming season I think they could be really good but also they're playing in a, in, in a tough division and and they're kind of a team that's getting old and uh, they did have a sort of a a lack of pass rushers there, other than Daniil Hunter with Everson Griffin signing with the Cowboys. So it'll definitely be interesting to see uh, to see Yannick and Gakwe matched up with Daniil Hunter there coming off the edge could be a really powerful duo there for uh, Minnesota. So Yannick and Gakwe, who's had uh, 37 and a half sacks, uh, nine per season is what it averages out to, uh, and started all but two games there in Jacksonville. Finally has a new home in Minnesota. And real quick, uh, before we get into the fantasy aspect of the show, it also came out this week that Ron Rivera, the head coach for the Washington football team, was actually diagnosed uh, with skin cancer, a form of skin cancer. So I just want to say a quick thoughts and prayers to Ron Rivera. He has decided to continue coaching throughout uh, his his treatment, and apparently they caught it pretty early on, so he will uh, most likely be able to defeat it. Uh, it seems very treatable and curable, they said. Uh, he will continue to coach, like I said. And if at any point he needs a break or if at any point uh, he needs to take time off, Jack Del Rio, the current defensive coordinator, uh, would take over as interim head coach. But thoughts and prayers out to Ron Rivera, who's one of the better uh, guys in the league. Really like Ron Rivera. He's he's well-liked by everybody, it seems. Uh, Thoughts and prayers to him and his family. All right, jumping in to the next part of the podcast, now that the news uh, is finished and we're doing something a little different this week. Usually for the last few months, it's been top fives, top fives every single week. Top five, top five. Top top like five. <laughs> the Drake song. Am I right? Is it Ooh, Drake song? Yes, yeah, yeah. it's the Drake song. Top five, I top five. You know all about that. Uh we're moving on. Uh well, not quite moving on. We're gonna do our final top five next week, top five quarterbacks, the big one. But this week we're gonna take a little break and move into fantasy, as we have our fantasy draft, Joe. We have it coming up this Friday? Friday. Friday man, night. Draft party. A draft party, baby. How many draft parties have you been a part of in your. This in will your, be your life? my third. Third? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Hopefully it's better than the last. <laughs> Hopefully it's better than the last. Very That's good. Been kind of a bust. Uh, really? Yeah. I think he's lying, but yeah, we're going to we're have a little bit of a, a draft party. I've had some guys involved in a fantasy league, and I'm hoping uh, that everything goes smooth there. And But a lot of the guys that I'm in the draft. Or in the fantasy league with, there's a few guys that don't know a whole lot about football. Obviously not you, Joe. You're you know, you're know well-versed in fantasy, uh, both in and yeah, out of football. You're really, right. You right. Know. But there are some guys that are not uh, well-versed in fan, And I'm not going to say that I'm well-versed in fantasy. Mm. I know things about football. Uh, for the most part, I've kind of steered clear of fantasy. Whenever a podcast that I like or a show that I like does a fantasy episode, I usually skip that episode. Uh, but I'm doing my own fantasy podcast today. And it's fantasy football four dummies It's a dummy teaching other dummies uh things about fantasy football uh you know joe this is going to help you for the draft uh mm-hmm. i hope you i hope that you're you're prepared to listen you're, you're going to take notes today uh, i don't want to give no. away too many things i'm al- almost tempted to do nothing but f- but things that i don't believe or like as far as like i'm going to give you some players potentially to draft some sleeper wow. players some players you should maybe stay away from i'm almost tempted to just do the exact opposite of what I really believe, to sabotage, sabotage, sabotage everybody else. And I, I've i told all the guys in our fantasy league, listen to my fantasy episode. So I'm just going to like... How could you? I, I might. I'm, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to start off with some do's and don'ts uh, for fantasy. This is for the mm. draft, for the league, for everything. So why don't we start off with some do's and don'ts uh, for fantasy football. First up, uh, do value dual threat running backs over everything. Over everything. Make sure you write this down if you're listening to this. Dual threat running backs are everything you need. Running backs in general are probably the most important thing in fantasy football. So you want a running back that's gonna get you points rushing and receiving, uh, that that's huge. That's huge. That's bigger than essentially anything. And if you don't get one of the top guys, there's a big drop off. So there's guys like Alvin Kamara, obviously Christian McCaffrey is probably gonna be the first pick in almost every fantasy. Uh, league draft, except if you pick, you'll probably take Mitch Trubisky first overall, but uh, Zeke Elliott, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, guys like that, Saquon Barkley, uh, they get you points both rushing and receiving and touchdowns uh, in both of those uh, things as well. Uh, And then we have don't overvalue the quarterback position. So the quarterback position, you know, in football in general, the quarterback position, usually the most important position in football like there are teams that that would give up a lot to get a franchise quarterback but in fantasy quarterback's not that important you can wait you can wait until later rounds you can wait until the fifth sixth fourth round to pick up a quarterback uh, a guy i played with last year uh i won't call him out uh, who it is but uh he thought he would be smart and with his first probably five or six selections he picked only quarterbacks Really? Only quarterbacks. You can. O- you only need one. Yeah. Well, you need two. You need one on your bench and one on your lineup. But he picked two quarterbacks, or no, <laughs> sorry, five or six quarterbacks, because he figured, oh, I'm gonna take all the good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. This is his thinking, I guess. I'm gonna take all the good quarterbacks, and then these idiots, the rest of the people in the fantasy league, they're not, they're not gonna have any of the good quarterbacks, and they're gonna, they're gonna want to trade for my quarterbacks. Oh dear. But here I am thinking. This guy, oh man, because like he and he, it <laughs> did not work out well for him. Because he probably had those five quarterbacks like almost the entire season. He had oh to, I was, no! I was sitting there and I was like, eventually he's gonna need other players when his players get injured or his players have bye weeks. His players are not playing that week. Uh, he's gonna need to get rid of these quarterbacks, and I'm just gonna scoop them up once he gets rid of them. I don't need to trade for him, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. Don't overvalue the quarterback position. If you have the first pick in the draft, you don't have to pick Patrick Mahomes. He is the best player in the NFL, but quarterbacks are not nearly as valuable, especially if they're like Patrick Mahomes and they're not a dual threat guy. They're not a guy who's going to get a ton of yards passing and a ton of yards rushing. Lamar Jackson, you can maybe make an argument for, but for the most part, you can wait on quarterbacks. Guys like... I don't want to say Mitch Trubisky because he sucks, but... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Joe. But a guy... A guy like, let's say, who's a middling quarterback? Ryan Tannehill. A guy like Ryan Tannehill is not really going to get you much less points than a guy like Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson's kind of the big name. So you can wait on quarterbacks or you can select them if you want. It's really up to you. Uh, And next up, we have a do. uh, Do have a plan. Have a plan. Don't get caught, uh, you know, with your pants off. Don't Mm. get caught. Uh, with your pants down i guess or off <laughs> your pants off. off i've never i've never uh, heard that's that the next one don't not wear pants to your fantasy draft party yeah, that's what i was uh, planning on doing but you don't want to get caught off guard so do have a plan even if it's just like even if it's just for the first pick just have a plan you know know what you want to do going in even if it's not a good plan at least you have a plan uh next i have don't be that guy that has his team auto drafted big thing Joe, do you know what auto drafting is? It's when it just does it I and mean, when it just drafts people for you. Yeah, so if, yeah. You, if you don't show up to your draft party or, you, or you're not there or you're not online when the draft is happening, your team just gets picked randomly by the computer. Ooh. That's the worst. It's like that kind of takes away from, and every league has at least one of those guys where it's like the guy didn't show up. And it's like, what's the point of even playing fantasy if you're not going to be there? I understand it's hard to plan it around everybody everybody's busy it's hard to schedule a fantasy draft around that but try your hardest and not be the guy who gets auto drafted because that kind of takes away the fun for me the draft is always the most fun part right after the draft is kind of where i usually lose interest in fantasy football (laughs) when when you actually have to start playing the games but don't be the guy uh that gets auto drafted do do look into your players medical history Mm. do they easily catch the cold or flu How's their immune system? Really? Yeah. Do, I, do I have to worry about them catching COVID? Oh dear. No, don't actually do that. That was that was a joke one. Don't do that. But if you know, during these trying, unprecedented times, you're gonna have to worry about COVID with some players. So, you know, if all of a sudden uh, Dalvin Cook has a bad immune system, don't pick him. You know, that's obviously a joke. I don't know how you'd ever know if somebody had a bad <laughs> immune system, but don't uh, forget about tight ends. Mm. you know tight ends no everybody way. loves tight ends uh, you, you just wow well, that what i don't know just the face that you made over there it was kind of uncomfortable how dare you oh sorry you kind of bit your lip or whatever it was okay he, joe likes tight ends what are that's you fun. implying that's fine uh listen tight i ends, have an itch on my okay lip. i'm sorry wasn't biting it because i was because you like tight no it's fine no. it is what it is uh tight ends uh i I only wrote this down because i almost forgot about tight ends uh they're a pretty valuable thing in fantasy football they're basically another receiver and if you're playing in a ppr league which is a points per reception no giggling over there joe a points per reception league you get points per every reception a lot of teams like uh the kansas city chiefs with travis kelsey like uh the san francisco 49ers with george kittle a lot of those teams, they their tight end had the most receptions on their team. so they're gonna get you a lot of points as far as receptions and obviously as far as yardage goes. So uh, if you draft if you want to you know if maybe some of the top tier receivers are left because receivers are obviously quite important uh, in fantasy. If those guys are gone, don't be afraid to just splurge on a tight end go get a, a big guy like Travis Kelsey or George Kittle uh, early on. Next I have do. Trust your gut. If you have a good feeling, just go for it. In the grand scheme of things, who cares? It's just fantasy football. If you feel like Saquon Barkley is going to have a better season than Dalvin Cook, but ESPN tells you that Dalvin Cook's going to have a better year, who cares? Go for Saquon Barkley. And then I have don't try to be cute and try to draft defense slash special teams or kickers early on than necessary. Earlier than necessary. So basically, if you want... Some of the best advice I can give you: There's two slots uh, in fantasy football. One is called defense slash special teams, uh, and the other one's called uh, kickers. Kickers. You're all about kickers. Obviously. I am. Uh, not so much
1: about punters. I realized. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> a just the retired kind of. Just the retired words. Yeah, that didn't go
0: over that well. I you mean, know. you know, I'm sure Pat McAfee really appreciated it. Yep. <laughs> but a lot of guys. You salt know, in that wound. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. And, uh, but you know, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice, uh, because I just made fun of you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel okay. bad. Uh, don't draft kickers until like the last round. You don't need to do it. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm going to be cute. I'm going to get Justin Tucker and he's going to get me a ton of points cause he's the best kicker. Uh, he's the best and third best kicker right in the NFL. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> According Believe to it Joe, or not, he's the best and third best. Uh, they're like, Oh, let's get cute and draft a kicker in the, th- in the fifth round. You don't need to do that. If you want to have a good draft, wait to draft kicker and defense until the final few rounds. Uh, And then, you know, for the most part, uh, it's a a crapshoot with those two positions. Kickers, you usually want to get kickers from teams with good offenses. And defense, there's always going to be that surprise defense that's way better than we thought they would be like the Patriots defense was last year. So, you know, don't don't put too much stock into defense uh, and kickers. Do load up on key position groups so if you have a chance to get multiple good running backs slash receivers and you don't yet have a quarterback don't worry about it don't worry about it if you want to have a you know like i talked about the most important positions in fantasy football are running back and wide receiver so if you're a few uh if a few rounds deep and all of a sudden a bunch of guys are drafting quarterbacks but there's still really good running backs and wide receivers left don't worry about it you do your thing load up on the important positions and 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 worry about uh the less important positions later on uh and don't forget about bye weeks you know what a bye week is joe the week that you can trade or buy no okay tell me what it is the bye week sorry okay uh a, a bye week is uh a week where your player is not playing yes you just said that yeah oh. i just said that yeah. Yeah, you just said that and i, I obviously so. you're not oh, taking sorry. notes it's like I why wasn't. do you even have your computer here if you're not taking notes because no, yeah so basically a bye week for for everybody out there listening your players are not playing that week they have the week off i know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are new to football and they want to uh they want to learn more bye week every team gets one week where they have a week off they don't have to play that week and especially with quarterbacks you, might, you only really need two quarterbacks, and if you draft two quarterbacks and they both have a bye week in week 11, that's putting yourself in a bad spot because they both have that week off, and what are you going to do? You're going to have to pick up a guy off the street. Uh, you're going to have to pick up uh, a guy that's not on a team, and that could put you in a rough spot where maybe you have to have uh, Dwayne Haskins uh, starting games for you in your fantasy team. Yeah, what's up, Joe? What, the, what do... What do they do when they have a
1: bye week? Do they go on vacation with their family? Yeah, some of them do really? go on
0: vacation. Yeah, go on vacation,
1: chill out. Yeah, so then literally like, just like taking a week
0: off of work. Yeah, or there's just yeah. Wow, that's much, nice. It's nice. You know, they deserve it. They're making millions of dollars. So we're yeah. them a, No, I'm just kidding. Obviously. Uh, all right. Do this is an important one. Do this. I've made this a borderline rule in our league. Do <laughs> give your team a fun name. Yeah. Yeah. Give yes. your team a fun name give your, uh and don't name your team something stupid like greg's team or team fair or like my team was called for the first few years dominating dolphins <laughs> yeah that's yeah. embarrassing oh that's so that. bad give you joe uh you have a pretty pretty interesting name for your team why don't you tell Other listeners, what what you've named your team?
1: Uh, so my team is called Rage Against the Machines. Machines.
0: Machines. Machines. No, machine, not machines. Machine. Yeah. uh, With an s. Not plural. I don't think so. No. Good, because that would would be so embarrassing. Yeah, that
1: would be embarrassing. Uh, yeah, Rage Against the Machine. That's a mouthful. Or (laughs) Mitrobesky. It's hard. It's it's hard to say. No, it's not that hard to (laughs) say. It's a band. (laughs) Yeah, it's a band. I know.
0: I know. Rage Against the Machine. Yes. What's their best song? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's their best song? "Float On By." Uh, well, that's up for debate. So basically, uh, that's not a song by them. Pr- I don't know. It's pretty, pretty bold of you to name your team after Mitch Trubisky before the draft has even happened. What if you end up with not having Mitch Trubisky on your team? What if somebody drafts him just to spite you? Listen, and you're gonna do that, aren't you? <laughs> Seems like something you or somebody else I know would do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay somebody to do it and draft Mitch Trubisky with their first pick. how early on do you think that you have to draft mitch trubisky to get him
1: i'll probably do it in like six or something
0: six yeah well in normal leagues you could probably very easily do that but now i think with as many people that know that you want mitch trubisky (laughs) i'll trade i'll trade you'll trade for him i'll I'll grab your your um favorite guy my favorite guy yep you don't even know who my favorite guy is i'll grab your your running backs i know how much you value running backs oh okay all right and I'll grab Mitch Trubisky. I'll we'll have to fine. make a little deal. That's, I don't even fi- want that's, him. that's fine with me. Uh, next up, do some research, especially if you're fairly new to fantasy football. Make sure you listen to the Average Joe Football Show, the fantasy episode, and do some research. But don't overdo it with the research and planning. Uh, when it comes down to it, what the heck do people really know? You know, experts talking about fantasy football. Uh, one year, one guy could have a really good fantasy season. One year, a guy could have a really bad fantasy f- football season. But if you want to have fun, if you want to have a chance at winning uh, your fantasy football league, do a little bit of research, but try not to overdo it because you can—you can be overprepared. No matter what uh, my middle school te- middle school teacher would tell me, you can be overprepared. Really? I'm serious.
1: Y- you can. No. I think so as well. You think so? Okay. Well, I was just—wait, you say—wait, you say you cannot be overprepared? You can You can be
0: overprepared. You absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think you get in your head after a while absolutely. if you just prepare too much. That's, I, I do that with a podcast sometimes too I that's just, why i never ever um studied studied yeah it's yeah. kind of a, well, my my straight
1: E's <sighs> through high school through all of it so that's great not an f not a d but an e yeah
0: because e is for everything baby e is for excelente excelente very good uh and do we're getting to the end of this in case you really don't like this segment do value dual threat quarterbacks uh just like the running backs guys who can do multiple things quarterbacks like i said before that can run big time like lamar jackson like lamar jackson very good you were listening earlier on lamar jackson might not be a better quarterback than patrick mahomes but in fantasy football he's a better option than patrick mahomes that's why i'm going for lamar jackson you're really right off the hop oh my goodness right care. off the hop even though i told you that you don't need to overvalue quarterbacks. You're, you feel like you have selective hearing here, Joe. But
1: yeah, fine. I'll do whatever. I, I'll do. I'll do what I want. You can
0: do what you want, <laughs> and we'll good. see who wins. Uh, don't draft running backs from committees. This is one for maybe more experienced football fans because you might not even know what a running back committee is. Nope. Uh, running back committee is basically. Sorry, I'm not trying to demean you. I've no, really been, and that's fine. <laughs> you do every time, but it's, it's it hurts matter. every time. But it's fine. <laughs> running back committees are basically where uh, there's not a single starting running back. And this happens a lot now in the NFL. It's a big thing. You have multiple running backs because running backs is a position where you're getting hit a lot, and there's a good chance of injury. So you just have multiple guys running the ball. Uh, and a team like like New England, a team like San Francisco, uh, I would I would steer clear uh, of of teams like that. Teams that don't really like I don't know who's going to start in New England. Is it going to be Sony Michelle? Is it going to be Damien Harris? Uh, and, and and same goes for in San Francisco. Uh, stay away from guys like that until you absolutely have to draft uh, guys like that. And do check your lineups weekly uh, because buys and injuries are a real thing. You might not know that Le'Veon Bell is having hamstring tightness this week. Le'Veon Bell might not even know that Le'Veon Bell is having hamstring tightness this week. So if all of a sudden Sunday comes around and Le'Veon Bell is sitting with hamstring tightness, he's on your ease and he's not on your bench. He's getting you a zero spot, Ooh. zero points that week for you so make sure you check in on your fantasy teams uh throughout the week and don't be afraid to make trades and keep the league fresh you know a lot of a lot if why are you laughing man it sounded so smug okay i don't know okay it's smug keep it fresh i feel like our friendship is getting worse throughout this podcast it's kind of like you know we're deteriorating it's a lot of just snarky remarks over there and and right back to you you know, well, that's okay. You know, you win the podcast once and all of a sudden you think that you can just, you know, snark it up over there. But anyways, don't be afraid to yeah, just keep the league fresh. People after the draft, uh, it's it's fun if you are engaged. It's fun if you have a group chat where you can be like, hey, uh, I have five quarterbacks. Does anybody want to trade for them? <laughs> Ooh, uh, awesome. You know, something like that. And do, this is a cute one, do have fun. Oh, and, wow. And don't take it too seriously. Because Very it's nice. fantasy football. Who really cares? In the grand scheme of things, the world is burning <laughs> outside around That's us. That's true. There's more important Don't things. Don't take it seriously. That. Just have fun. It's just fantasy football. It's kind of dumb in the grand scheme of things. Anyways, moving on to the next segment, we have Under the Radar Guys and Buyers Beware. These are guys that maybe uh, originally we we're going to start off with guys that you know might be players that we we might not know. Might be players that even experienced uh, football fans might not know that you should maybe take a chance on and guys that you should probably steer clear of first up we have wide receiver brian edwards uh, for the las vegas uh, raiders not a name that everybody knows he's a rookie guy drafted in the, the third round i've seen a lot of training camp hype about him uh, and, and there's not a lot of depth there at wide receiver for the las vegas raiders i've seen brian edwards uh, being hyped up quite a bit and he's having a fantastic training camp uh, guys like tyrell williams supposed to be the starter there uh, in Las Vegas. He can't stay healthy, so I, I could see a guy like him, or maybe even uh, Hunter Renfro being a, a bigger a bigger uh, playmaker there uh, in Las Vegas. He's a guy that you might want to you know draft late, like last two rounds, late, like you, you know he's not a guy you're gonna spend a high high pick on. But if you're late into the draft and you still need a, a, a receiver or you need a flex guy, uh, make sure that you pick up brian edwards next up we have running back kenyon drake from the arizona cardinals this is a player that i've always really liked he was he used to play on the miami dolphins um he's a dual threat running back like we talked about joe make sure you write that down dual threat mm-hmm. running back um he's uh, kind of a sleep uh, he's he's a different kind of sleeper uh than than uh brian edwards is obviously brian edwards is like a deep deep sleeper um, Kenyon Drake is the seventh ra- ranked running back, but uh, I mean, if all the top guys are gone, guys like Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, uh, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, if guys like that are left, uh, I, I think I'd much rather have a guy like Kenyon Drake than a Derrick Henry or a Dalvin Cook or a Miles Sanders. Uh, he's the guy you could maybe find in round two or round three. I think he'll be uh, quite quite awesome on that Arizona Cardinals defense. Next up, we have wide receiver Preston Williams. For my Miami Dolphins, Uh, he was really impressive as an undrafted rookie last year. Uh, He went undrafted uh, because of some off-the-field issues. Uh, But I think he's going to develop nicely there as a number two receiver alongside Devontae Parker. He's another guy you could find in the late rounds. He's a red zone target. Could get you a lot of touchdowns. Uh, He's 6'5". So he's going to go up there and grab uh, Mm. some of those contested balls there uh, in the red zone. Next up, we have... Uh, probably the biggest name on this on this sleepers list, and it's quarterback Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. I can't even believe, but he's ranked the twenty fourth uh, best quarterback by ESPN as far as fantasy goes, which seems really low. I know he had a he had a rough year last year. He threw like twenty one interceptions, which was not good. But you know, with all the weapons he has and new coaching staff, I I expect a bounce back year from Baker Mayfield. So. If you're looking for a quarterback late and all the big ones are gone, I would definitely take a shot on Baker Mayfield. I'm still a big Baker Mayfield believer. Next up, we have wide receiver Deontay Johnson uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's a guy who played really, really well last year. He had 59 catches, 680 yards, and 5 touchdowns. That's 163 fantasy points as a part-time player. and I think he's now going to be the number two receiver there. Uh, In Pittsburgh alongside Juju Smith Schuster another guy you could potentially find in later rounds and finally on our sleepers here uh, You'll get over there.
1: Who who did you say? What is that name? You just said
0: Juju Smith Schuster?
1: (laughs) Juju Smith Schuster (laughs) (laughs) It's not a real name. He's a real guy. No, he's not Yeah, (laughs) Juju Juju Smith Schuster. How much of that is a a nickname?
0: I don't know. I don't I don't know where he gets Juju from So it's Juju and then Smith hyphen Schuster Smith-Schuster. Yeah, Smith-Schuster. That's fine. It's a mouthful. But yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster playing alongside Deontay Johnson, who I think could be a sneaky good later round uh, flex guy there uh, in Pittsburgh. And finally, uh, on my sleepers, I have tight end TJ Hawkinson. This is a guy that I drafted last year in fantasy, and he did really, really good in week one against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Balled out. uh, And I thought, oh my goodness, I may have just done it. I just drafted the, the... the ultimate sleeper, and then he was injured for almost the rest of the season. But I think that he could have have a bounce back year. Uh, I think he's a fantastic tight end. He's he's going to develop into a good tight end there uh, in Detroit. And now moving on to guys that you should maybe steer clear of. Um, and I'm going kind of. I, I listened to uh, the Mike Up podcast this week, and they also had fantasy advice. Mm. So I'm, uh, I hope they they're they're okay with me copying them a little bit. But I did have this idea before I listened to it. And they kind of did a a guys to stay away from and guys to maybe grab in fantasy. And one guy that uh, Mike said he would love to uh, draft in fantasy is Rob Gronkowski. Well, I'm going the exact opposite way. Don't draft Rob Gronkowski. That's right. He's been away for a while. He's not going to perform. That's kind of how I feel. He's not going to perform. He hasn't played in a while. That was my first note I had. Mm -hmm. Also, there's so many other targets there in Tampa Bay. They have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. He might not even be the best tight end on the roster. They have two tight ends that could be better than him. I mean, OJ Howard could. I mean, he's you know hasn't quite developed into what we thought he could be, but he still could be a solid tight end, uh, especially with Rob Gronkowski uh, at the age and injuries uh, where he is now. Uh, OJ Howard and Cameron Brate's a pretty solid tight end too. So I don't uh, I don't expect. Uh, Rob Gronkowski to have that fantastic of a of a statistical year but like I said before I think he's still going to make big plays but it just might not be big on the stat sheet and next up from guys that you should maybe steer clear of uh, and that's wide receiver Stefan Diggs uh, for the Buffalo Bills uh, big uh, trade guy he was traded to the Buffalo Bills uh, from the Minnesota Vikings and I just like again I'm going to hate on Josh Allen don't like Josh Allen uh, he might be a good fantasy quarterback because he runs. So maybe he could be a sneaky good pickup, but I don't like him as a quarterback. Uh, they're a run first offense. Uh, I don't think Stephon Diggs is going to have a big year this year. I think he might be kind of ripped off that he's in uh, Buffalo instead of Minnesota because it's not really much of a different place uh, to be. Uh, and then next up, a guy that we've talked about a bit on this podcast, Le'Veon Bell. Don't draft Le'Veon Bell. This is my biggest advice. I don't know what the heck's going on in New York. Uh, he wasn't good last year. New York. Yeah, New York. Very good. Thank you. You know that song? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no. No. I was going to make you sing it. Um, um New York. <laughs> I think it's a Frank Sinatra song. Yeah. 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 So basically, despite how good that Frank Sinatra song is, don't draft <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. I don't know what's going on. Adam Gra- Adam Gase is crazy. Uh, New York seems like a mess. I would steer clear of Le'Veon Bell unless he gets traded somewhere else. Let's please just get Le'Veon Bell somewhere else. More like Adam Gaze. Gaze? Like a, like a stare? I'll cut that out. <laughs> 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 More like Adam... Oh, man. I'm homophobe. No, I'm not. Also, steer clear of... an. Gosh, Joe! Mm. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Also, steer clear of running back David Johnson for the Houston Texans, uh, people forget that Duke Johnson is still there. Uh, Duke Johnson had a pretty good year. He's one of the better uh, receiving backs in the NFL. So he could take away uh, receptions for David Johnson. That's kind of the big thing with David Johnson is he's a dual threat guy. And if you're having guys, uh, a guy in there that's going to take some of those receptions away, it kind of takes away from what David Johnson could be. Also, he hasn't really been good since 2016. So uh, I wouldn't take too many chances on David Johnson. And next up, we have a quarterback who I'm actually, I really like Carson Wentz. I'm a, I, I'm high on Carson Wentz. I hope he develops into a good quarterback. I would not take him in fantasy. Uh, he has O-line injuries like we talked about earlier. Uh, he's got lack of wide receiver talent. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they have some guys there, but they just lost Marquise Goodwin who opted out of the season. Uh, and he's had a ton of injury issues in his career, both college and pro. I just, I, I wouldn't take a chance on Carson Wentz unless it's late, late in the draft. I wouldn't take a chance on Carson Wentz. And finally, don't take a chance on any 49ers running back because I don't know what Kyle Shanahan's going to do as far as the running backs go. I don't know who's going to start. I don't know who... And it seems like week to week, it's different there in San Francisco. So maybe steer clear of 49ers running backs and running back committees in general, like we talked about uh, earlier. Finally, moving into the final segment... This is the one that I've been looking forward to. I, I should have oh, hyped it up more, but yeah. I came up with uh, fantasy football names. We talked about not giving your team uh, bad or boring names, uh, giving them good names. And there's a while ago at work where I was just really just rolling them out. I, was, I I had a ton of ideas for fantasy football names, and I'm pretty proud of them. I'm going to pitch them to you, Joe. Okay. Um, You want me to, can I have a rating system?
1: A ra- yeah. You You want to have a rating system? Uh, So like out of 10, yeah. Out of 10? Yeah. Perfect. I, I one have, being the worst and 10 have, being even worse. Even, <laughs> even worse. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> They're all going to be worse. Uh, I have I have two sticky notes filled uh, with names <laughs> here. Oh, wow. The uh, wow, first wow. one up here, uh, this is a name that I came with that you didn't take, which is, is fine. It's about Mitch Trubisky. Is it the Mitch biscuits. Because uh, I Mitch, also thought of that. No, Mitch Trubisky is good. Mitch I know. Biscuits, so, so let's say that. you're like Joe and you're high on Mitch Trubisky. You think he's going to have a bounce back year. You could name your team Coke and Bisky wow yeah coke and biscuit. thoughts on that coke on the and, rocks on the rocks or not yeah coke and bisky uh, i like that yeah. yeah i'll give that a strong seven seven strong really seven. it's a strong well, seven
1: and then a soft f- and then a weak seven oh a yes, weak seven <laughs> like a strong and weak of each
0: of okay me. okay okay well that was probably one of my better ones so it might go downhill here oh no <laughs> for sure Sorry. next one let's uh say you're into kickers like you as well joe i into also kickers. Am, yep you got justin justin tucker yes best 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 uh kicker in the league and third best. and this name is almost for sure too long to type in any fantasy oh dear uh app but it's tucker hardly even know her wow yeah i like it tucker hardly yeah. even know her yeah Good. Thought, thoughts
1: on that one? Uh, that is a that is a good. I give yeah. that a 9.
0: 9!
1: Wow. Yeah, Very uh, good. and a week 9 at that. So.
0: Uh, what was that? A week 9. A week that. 9. Okay. So. so that's fine. I think that's fine. And let's say uh you know, Stefan Diggs, we just talked about him getting traded uh to the Buffalo Bills. So now Adam Thielen is kind of the guy there and you're like, "Okay, I think Adam Thielen's going to have a big year. He's the only uh he's the only big number one target there uh in Minnesota. You draft him and you could name your team a little popular 2010s hit called "I Got a Feeling."
1: Wow! Yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling. Feelin'.
0: Yeah, that's good. A little little black eyed peas action. Yeah, I got a feeling. Uh, thoughts on that one? You want to rate that one or? You just... Yeah, I'll give that a. That's a strong eight. Eight. Very good. Yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 no. That's a strong nine. That's, really? that's better than you Tucker hardly Network. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. That's good. Next one here. Um, this is a very specific one. Okay. You have to have a lot of things go right for you in the draft to name your team this. But let's say early on, you're like, oh, Ezekiel Elliott. I have like the fifth pick. Zeke's there. I think he's going to have a good year there in Dallas. You're high on the Cowboys like me. So you draft Ezekiel Elliott in the first round. All right. And then later on, you're like, oh, shoot, I need another running back. I need another running back. You're looking, you're looking through uh, and you see Carlos Hyde uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. You're like, okay, you know, he had a pretty good year last year. I think he rushed for a thousand yards. Uh, uh, they're in Houston. Now he's in Seattle. They're a run first team. So you, you draft him. You have uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Carlos Hyde. So, you you know, Zeke uh, and Carlos Hyde. You could name your, your, your team Hyde and Zeke. <laughs> right? Hyde, Hyde and Zeke. Like Hyde and Zeke. Like hide and seek. Yeah. Well, like the game. That's good. Right? That's Hyde fun. and Zeke. Yeah, Thoughts? I was really proud of that one. So Really? Hyde and Zeke. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess the names. Yeah. yeah. Their last name Hyde and yep. Zeke. That's a six. Okay. Week six. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Let's say (laughs) you're the exact opposite of Joe here. And you're like, oh, Mitch Trubisky, he's not even going to win the starting job. It's going to be Nick Foles, baby. Nick Foles is going to be the starter there in Chicago. And you're really confident Nick Foles is going to have a big year. You're going to see Super Bowl version of Nick Foles. And you want to name, you want to draft him later rounds. uh, And you name your team. The Folsom Pri- Prison Blues. Whoa! Yeah, another music one. That's Fol- good. Yeah, I think I have a few music ones on here. So get ready for that. This is yeah, for that's for you Joe. Mine's also music ratings. Right Fol- yeah, them. Folsom Prison Blues. I like that, Johnny Cash. Yeah, I'll
1: give that. A, I'll give that a
0: strong eight. Well, wow, these these ratings are good here. Yeah. Okay, it's gonna get a lot worse here, but um, let's say uh, you know, let's go back to Houston. Uh, and they just they just um. No, actually, no, not Houston, because that doesn't work. Let's say, uh, you know, you want to get a good tight end. Uh, New Orleans is good. The Saints, they're always a pass-first offense. They have Jared Cook there. Uh, I was going to go with Brandon Cooks, but it wouldn't work quite as good. Jared Cook uh, there, uh, and he, he's he been pretty strong lately as far as fantasy tight ends go. You grab him, and you draft him. Cook, line, and sinker. What? Yeah. <laughs> Cook, line, and sinker. I like it. Yeah. i I like
1: it yeah i'll give that a nine all right a week a
0: week nine week nine we're still we're still still going for that for that strong nine yeah but uh next up uh, i have a few here and this is this is probably the saddest part uh so the golden tate he's a he's a receiver for the giants not really like a big name receiver um but, you know, he's a guy you can maybe pick up in the later rounds. He's been fairly solid throughout his career. And in, in Detroit, he was pretty good. Had a couple thousand-yard seasons. Uh, and he made some plays there in, in New York. Let's say you're a big Golden Tate fan. Uh, and I have a couple names here for if you draft Golden Tate. Or uh, him. First up, I have, uh, let's say, you know, you forget. You just forget about wide receivers. You have, a, like, a really good wide receiver. You draft, like, a DeAndre Hopkins early. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm good. And then you go the rest of it and you're like, oh, shoot, I need another receiver uh and you so you're like oh golden tate's there he's been pretty solid well it's better better tate than never nah yeah nice. better can tate, you
1: change your name whenever you want
0: uh yeah yeah really? you can take your name and like, so like you just do that and when you yeah. trade him yeah better tate better never. tate than never you know yeah. also you could say you could name your team the golden tate killers
1: Oh. Yeah. That's good. I'll right? give that a strong 8. Yeah. But yeah. the first one that's a that's a 5, it's fine. Okay, fine. A strong 5, that's oh, it's fine. Golden Tate it, killers or you can do the
0: Golden Tate warriors like the basketball team. Not as good. It's good. You know, 6. All strong right. Week 6. Here we're getting into one that is uh, just never going to be used because no, no. Jalen Hurd, he's a wide receiver for the for the San Francisco 49ers okay. and I'm just Almost choosing bottom of the roster guys at this point, but Jalen Hurd, uh, he recently got injured. He's gonna miss all the twenty twenty season. But when I came up with his name, he was not going to. Uh, let's say, you know, I don't know. Somehow he magically is healed, and you draft him on your team, and you're like Jalen Hurds gonna have a big year, uh, and you and you're a big fan of TV shows. Uh, so you name him Hurter. She wrote. Nice. Yeah, like Murder She Wrote. I have a better one. Yeah. Um, it's called uh,
1: Jalen Hurts. But he came back. Uh, Hertz. Oh, so you, you just said Jalen
0: Hurts. What's his name? His name is. What did I say, Jalen Hurts? Didn't you? Uh, what did I say? No. Who's What's his real name? Hurd. Who's the Hurd guy? Oh, Jalen Hurd. Oh, but there is a Jalen Hurts as well. Really? Yeah, that's the, what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's but fine. but he came back. He injured okay, when he came that's back. pretty good. That's fine. And I'll, I'll give myself a ten for I'll that one. I'll give yourself a three for that one. Okay, I'll give myself a seven then. <laughs> Go down a little bit. Next up, we were just talking about Carson Wentz. Say you're you're like, Joe, you're stupid. Carson Wentz is good. He's gonna be great fantasy quarterback for me. And you're like, Oh, you're a big fan of memes? Uh, you know, those <laughs> things that the kids are doing now on Instagram. <laughs> oh, no. Wentz, know. Wednesday, my dudes.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it because it, it it's ironically funny. Yeah. Uh, so and for that I'll give it an, a strong eight. But otherwise, really? Super lame. But You're
0: being very generous. I thought you would be yeah. a lot, a lot. No, a lot I more. like
1: it because it's ironic. Because I sometimes do like the whip and the nay nay ironically yeah. and for my wife and she hates. <laughs> it. Yeah. Or I'll, like dab when I'm yeah. in the car and she hates that. So stuff. This is kind of like that. Whence- ironic Wednesday, yeah. my dudes. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, next yep.
0: up, there's a couple of wide receivers there in in. Uh, in uh, Denver, I'm pretty intrigued. I've talked a, f- a few times about the Denver Broncos and I like the kind of young receiving core that they've built there uh, with Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Let's say you get Jerry Judy. You know, you- you're confident that he's going to be a good uh, a fantasy player there in his rookie season. Why not name your team Licious? Judy-licious. Judy-licious like booty-licious. Oh like the song? Yeah like the song. Oh yeah. Judy-licious. You could do Judge Judy or too, Judge- if you I was gonna say Judge Judy. Well, I was trying to I was going with very much a song vibe apparently at this point So yeah, Judy-licious. Well, Judge,
1: Judy, Judge Judy, it's a song. Hannibal, okay. I, have you never heard Hannibal Buress' song Judge Judy? No.
0: Well, let's do it afterwards. It's good. <laughs> I'll have to. It's,
1: very it's good. a decent song. But let's
0: say uh, you didn't get Jerry Judy, but you're still a Broncos fan and you had KJ Hamler and you're like, oh KJ Hamler He's gonna be, you know, a downfield threat. He's probably gonna get some big time touchdowns. He'll have some games where his stats are looking good, uh, you know. And, and you're pretty confident in that. So why not name your team the Hamler Dance? You get it? Nope. No? Sorry. Hamster Dance. You know that song, the Hamster Dance? Wow, I'm, you must be old. You don't know the Hamster Dance? No. How old are you? Like okay. Moving on. All right, moving on. This is probably the best one. No. <laughs> tell me what the Hamster Dance is. I, I well, I I'm not gonna sing it. You've never heard of the hamster dance? Do. Do ham- sing it. Ham- I'm not gonna. It's like the digga dee da dee da do Okay, yeah, yeah. That one. All yeah. you need to do is that. See? Uh, still felt insecure, but the Hamler dance, we don't even have to rate that one. I'll I thought that, that would go over <laughs> What was that? said I'll auto-tune it. I'll auto-tune it. Very good. Uh, next up, this one, I'm, I was very proud of this, and I told my wife this one. She was not very high on it, but okay. this is uh, another another uh, rap slash R&B uh, one this is probably from the 90s uh, and let's say for a second uh, you know you're you're looking at the, the los angeles chargers uh, you're looking at the quarterback position right now it's seeming like tyrod taylor is a starter there but they drafted a kid justin herbert uh six overall you're thinking oh justin herbert i think is, it's only a matter of time you know you don't want to draft him early obviously you're going to draft him later on but it's only a matter of time before tyrod taylor shows us who he truly is he's not that good of a quarterback and justin herbert gets his shot and i think he's gonna be good this is you thinking not me uh and you draft him and, and this is another name that's for sure too long to put in anything but i i thought it was good uh and also you're a fan of of bad songs um you call your call your team uh oh my god look at her herbert <laughs> her <laughs> okay. butt like you know look at her herbert look at her herbert yeah Wow, okay. Why did you say 90s? Radio song. Because uh, it's the song. Um, it's the song... Um, Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. No. I know, he,
1: I know she sampled... Uh, yeah,
0: she sampled the from, Sir Mix a lot, right? Yeah, something like that. Golly, that was... This was young of us to do that, but... Yeah. Yeah, come on. Oh, my God. Look at Herbert. Herbert. Her butt? No? Herbert? Is
1: his name Herbert?
0: Yeah, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Okay. Okay, fine. Well... Crickets on that one. I, I was, yeah, I was pretty. A crickets I, right there. I, I was pretty excited for that well,
1: one. Well, that no, and I feel bad because I know you're excited for that, but I'll give it. Okay, and for that I'll give it a six. <laughs> okay. a strong six, but it it deserved right. a four.
0: Well, I feel like it's just the wrong audience. I feel like yeah, you know I'm other here, people probably. might might thought it was good. uh Getting into the the final three I have here. Oh, the last one is bad. I just looked at it. You know, why don't we get that one out of the way quick? So this was again. This was a few months ago that I was doing this, <laughs> and we recently talked about Darius Geis. Uh, yeah. he was a guy who. But not in the league anymore because apparently he's a rapist. Oh, bad. Well, uh, he's rape accusations and he was domestic violence and stuff. So he was released. I didn't know that at the time. And I was going to name a potential team if you thought Darius Geis was going to be good. Geist, uh, Geist, Geis, Baby. Geist, Geist, yeah, Baby. Another rap song from the 90s. Nice. But don't Four, do that now. Because Darius Geist is a bad guy. Thanks. Um, the final two here. I, I didn't have put them in any order. so These are by no means good. Okay. I'd like the best ones. But let's say, you know, you're looking at Buffalo and you're like, oh, Josh Allen won't be that bad. I think he'll be a decent quarterback. He'll he'll sling it around a little bit. Uh, and often quarterbacks that maybe aren't as good, uh, they like to target tight ends a lot. Um, and they have a tight end there who, who's, who could develop into a really good player. I'm, I like him. His name is Dox, Dawson Knox. And I'm going to go to another 90s song. And this one's by um, LL Cool J. I don't okay. know if you know who that is. Yeah. NCIS, Los Angeles. LL Cool J. Uh, and it's mama said knocks you out yeah <laughs> you know that song mama said knock you out uh no Joe, you know none of these songs no i don't I really Sorry should have brought me. my dad onto this that podcast' or five years older than me mama said knocks you out all right and then moving on uh let's say you're like me and you're a dolphins fan and they, they got they brought in two running backs there Jordan howard and Matt brita and you're thinking matt brita is gonna be the starter uh he's a he's a pretty talented running back and you draft him and you, are saying to the rest of your guys when you draft them, hey, breed them and weep. Yeah, <laughs> breed them and weep. Breed them and weep. Breed them, brah. Don't no, not breed like them that. and weep. No, you you're making that? it weird. It was a poker thing. Breed them. It was a weep. poker thing. So yeah, that kind of wraps it up. Oh, I guess you kind of stop rating them after a while. I, <laughs> I forgot did. about I rating just, them. I, w- I didn't want to make you feel bad. Well, anymore. that's okay. I'm yeah, sorry. they, they kind of trailed off there at the end. I also made a name about a guy who's a bad person. For uh, the first it. time, yeah, Cuba well, getting junior flashback. There. Yeah, yeah. When I About who's the guy? Cuba getting junior. Oh, Cuba getting junior. Yeah. Jr., yeah. So you can come I'm gonna back stop. from stop. Yeah, no, hopefully. I'm not canceled <laughs> yet. But, yeah. uh, anyways, uh, I guess that kind of wraps up the fantasy uh, football for dummies episode here. I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Like I was saying earlier, if you do enjoy the show, make sure you share it with your friends, anybody else that might be into football or just banter. Uh, football banter in general. Make sure that you follow the show at underscore average Joe show on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow Joe's personal Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram, it's Joe at Joe underscore Tson underscore Teason, and it's flipped Tson underscore Joe on Twitter. Yes, you can follow me too on Instagram and Twitter if you want underscore Joe fair underscore. If you're listening to the show on Apple podcast, make sure you subscribe Uh, leave us a good rating would really uh, be appreciated a lot and I hope you uh, learned something about fantasy for those of you that didn't know much about I know I did you know Joe did Uh, but we will catch you guys on the next one